Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the BSC Content Studio, official sponsors of YKTR and YKTR Sports and all the good things we're doing around here. Me and Caleb just shot a Stoozy video. i just seen Scope seen it. You guys, you love it? Yeah, gun bro. And it's funny you mentioned uh, BSC, Isaac. Just finished doing uh, Kitty's Run Club this morning. Thought low I'd, carb too, low I'd carb. I'd get in here and treat myself to a high protein, low carb, peanut caramel bar, so... That's gross, bro. Shout out to the sponsors, BSC, best subs in the game right now. Uh, and this is the Origin Preview Show, the YKTR Sports Show. Skipper Scope, what's been happening, bro? No, not too much. Uh, is- uh, isolation got me uh, people in the comments as well. Um, getting on the feminine side. Yeah, getting on the feminine side. Sort of copied Simi in a way. Uh, everyone knows Noosh, uh, my Mrs. Noosh. She was painting her nails on Sunday afternoon. I thought, you know what, treat me. So uh, she did a nice little black number on me and, and there could be some more. Uh, out there, COVID, COVIDy sort of things that I might do to the, do the rig while I'm boredom. <laughs> like what? I'm thinking about bleaching my hair. Eh? Are you? Yeah, you'd actually suit her there, I reckon. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, if blonde, blonde, or like yeah, silver, or I what? I think it's going to be like she wants to like bleach it like uh, like whitish, whitish grey. So we're going to play around with a few things while we're just sitting at home bored. Is it safe to say she's the boss? Big time. Is she? Yeah, oh, he owns it too. Yeah, I like that. Boss, I don't yeah. mind. Both of you, there's two of you in here, Jackson and you now. Yeah. It's a weird little dynamic between all the boys, eh? Like, it's a couple of the boys go full in on relationships. Probably me and Normie don't get too attached too hard. Yeah. Nice little dynamic. Yeah, yeah. I like to... Uh, it's not worth the arguments. To <laughs> <laughs> this you is just grown-up chat, eh? Yeah, grown just, up yeah chat. just let her be the boss, and uh, and she is. So. All right, so a bit of a dead rubber. Kind of feels like that. A lot of things going on in world sport. But we're just going to touch on the Queensland, New South Wales, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and X Factor. We'll start from the boys north of the border, Queensland. Where do you see their strengths? Uh, um, straight away, of you know, we've talked about it on previous shows. Love the addition uh, and what KP can bring at the back. Kalen Ponga. Um, and also, you know, we've said it on other shows before, I love Benny Hunt at hooker. It would have been nice to see Harry Grant in the team as well um, to really give Queensland, their, for me, their best possible spine. But um, Benny Hunt's a, a nice replacement. Uh, Munster himself has sp- spoken about, you know, what he can create. He's sure a big game, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously obviously Munster and, and Cherry Evans, so... Um, I know you're pretty excited about the spine as well. Yeah, I'm pumped about the spine. Obviously, the way that they attacked last time wasn't the way that suited them the best, and I sort of got down here as a keynote. DCE was sort of playing how he plays at Manly, where he's out the back of um, forwards a lot, where he doesn't really have Jakey Trebojevic to do that. So I think the style of the play, and I do agree with you, I think this is the best spine that they've put out. I'm a big fan of um, Ben... Ben Hunt at number nine. He gets the forge rolling. He's got a great run. He's got a great duck. He's actually a really good defender as well. Um, And you you never question his effort. But where I see them attacking is probably when Brimo comes on. So a lot of the times in that last game, and they had plenty of good ball opportunity, they just couldn't quite do it. But they're playing on very long percentages. And I know KP brings a different element to them as well. But I think they'll be playing off a 50 a lot more. And then they'll go Munster with KP at the back of him and then Cherry Evans with Brimo at the back of him. So I see Brimo coming on, depending how Benny Hunt's lungs are, but I see him coming on as a ball-playing 13 slash second fullback. And Brimo, Brimo's had a really good 18 months. Um, he was really special in, in the origin last year. So I love the balance of it. Um, DCE and Munster, very smart players as well. I think there's adjustments coming. you got JT on the coaching staff as well, who's one of the greatest to ever do it. I think there's going to be adjustments there in the way that they play. And uh, it's all going to come down to execution. So, man, it's it's... 
And obviously with Nathan and Jerome out, I think it balances out a lot more. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, th- I think they're just with the series now dead rubber, uh, should be a nice fast pitch up at Gold Coast. I'm not too sure what the conditions are like up there, but generally it's a little bit warmer up there at Gold Coast as well. So I'm thinking the Queenslanders might chance their arm a little bit more in this game. Nothing to lose. Might as well throw the footy around a little bit. Uh, with you, Like you said, you've stated that you've got potentially two fullbacks that are going to be playing, so it gives them plenty of options. How does Munster get more ball? Because um, when you when you watch him play Melbourne, he's very like park himself on the left, yep. and that suits that Melbourne system. I kind of want to see him drift a little bit more. Yeah, it'd be nice to get him like you talked about with Cherry, who's been playing out the back of the the forward shape. If he gets more as a traditional seven, I talked about it in the first Origin. That's the way that they had some success in the first Origin last last year. Yep, and they sort of. I'm not too sure it hasn't. They haven't really had good go forward. You talk about halves all the time. Like when it comes down to halves getting on the ball and being able to play up tempo. Oh, of course, it's yeah. so reliant on the middles, man. And the middles haven't got the go forward like. They've been so gassed because of all the defending that they've had to do because of how well New South Wales have been playing. Um, feels like they've always been on the back foot. Their carries haven't been uh, as crisp and therefore the boys haven't been able to get on the ball as much. So um, if they can lay a platform, I, you know, I feel like... Who's got to lead the way? Uh, it's got to be Big Papa. Yeah, I agree. It's got to be agree. Big Papa. He's got the big Q in the side of his head and the mullet as well. So, yeah. man, if you're putting that on, you're up for a big game. You've got to play. It's like when you wear yeah, shiny boots. You, you that's a good point. You've got to play good. You've got to play good. I thought that was Photoshopped. Is that legit? I thought is that, that Photoshopped or? Or is it? Because I thought, I thought Kempi put it on there saying that he should get this. Did he? Has he got it? All right, get it, get it going, Jacko, as, we, as we're going. But yeah, I so. thought it was Photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing out statements here <laughs> willy-nilly. Um, so weaknesses, uh, obviously coming off the back of two pretty decent losses. They got pumped in the first one. Man, like we sort of said a while ago, the 50, 50 to 20 is a new 24-0 or some shit like that. Yeah. Man, they, they, they didn't really look like a chance in the second one either. So where are their weaknesses now? Um, I think the the losses of Joy Arrow and David Fafita through different suspensions really hurts them. Um, who so was better? Out of the, who, who's the bigger loss out of them two in, in your eyes right now? Fuck at club club level, we'd probably say David Fafita, but in terms of form and you know, what he's put out at Origin level, it's probably Jai Arrow. Agree. Um, but it just it just weakens their bench again for me. Like the they they started to get um, Josh Papali'i back. Christian Welsh played more yep. four minutes last uh, last game. Um, Fodor Waker has been he's been, been good nice bro. for him. Yeah, um, but. Just when you lose two guys like that and they bring in potentially, I think it's Francis Moller, um, I think Thomas Flegler is going to make his debut. Congratulations, congratulations. Um, but, you know, he hasn't been playing um, all that much, all that many minutes for, for Broncos as well. So um, as much as I think both those guys have got a lot of potential moving forward, just yeah. where they're at right now probably feels a little bit rushed. Yeah, I was looking for forward to Fafita off the bench as well. Like, um, you know, in basketball, there's that sort of analogy, like they can get to his spots and shots. With with Titans, he very much just plays, um, say, Munster would drop him under and he kind of just kind of bullies people like that. Yep. In this sort of origin arena, that sort of style of play isn't going to really work. So he's got to diversify the ways ways he gets ball. And sometimes the best way for him to get the ball is actually just running a decoy. Yep. Or best thing for his team is to run a decoy. Very similar like to T-Rex back in the day where – genetically gifted, strong, got all the skill sets in the world, but you can sort of find themselves like picking their times when they want to play. Yep. Where you look across the side where someone who's super talented as a Tommy Trevojevic, like he's always in the game. Yeah. Always in the game. Yeah, that like you said, that physical presence that he could normally bring to club level just 
everyone across the board is so talented and strong and fit. So yeah. you can't really have that effect. So you're, you're right. You almost got to change it up a little bit. He, he's the guy that normally get, likes to get early ball yep. and then make his play. It might just be running, like you said, that tough line. Or like one of Rexy's biggest, best lines was just the drop play. Agreed. He, he very rarely liked running that um, <laughs> outside inline for Fozzie, as, <laughs> as we've talked about, Kieran Foran at Manly. He either wanted early ball or he liked that drop because in that way he could hook it right around identify the back row one-on-one yeah. and just fucking go over the top of him. Or if he got some help from the middle, he's got that option to skip skip and go back to the middle and then find a hooker or find a fullback in the line. You know, that's how he identified the weakness that way. The hard thing, and they've got enough talent to do it though, so say if he does skip across, skip across, and then starts to dive in, is sort of recognise what percentage you're at on the field and then run the play off the back of it. So if he goes too far to the back to the right post and he's a left-back rower, if, they, if, if he punches through there and they try and sh- throw shape back left, you've got to drag one of your ruckies over to run the line for you. Yeah. So that's that's kind of hard part about playing with those types of guys. But you've, you've got Chairs and Munster and Capu who were smart enough, maybe the players to play on the up on the four. So yeah, it's Agreed. very hard. Yeah, um, weaknesses for me. Oh shit, almost dropped that. Weaknesses for me. It is Photoshop. It is Photoshop. Yeah. Oh, Kempi got your beauty. He reckons he, <laughs> he reckons if he put it in, uh, he'll go to like Carl Webb level. So yeah. that was that was the joke. So I wasn't a, I wasn't a hundred percent. Oh, I thought that was I'm legit. Glad we clarified bro. that before we got hammered in the YouTube comments. <laughs> <laughs> They'll hammer us anyway. Uh, for me, weaknesses they sort of just lack a bit of strike, and I think it seems more glaringly obvious when you look across to the New South Wales side, and you've just got like Toho, um, Adokar, like Turbo, Latrell. Like it seems so obvious. So I talked about. Um, DCE probably playing a little bit too much shape off the back of forwards. When you play off a lot of forwards, you need a lot of numbers. They need to be fresh. They need to give you a silky ball. Um, someone like New South Wales, they can just grab and zing it straight to the centre. You can't really do that. You can with Dane Gagai and um, what's his name? Hamiso. Hamiso. The Hammer. The Hammer. We'll score the Hammer. On debut, but they're just getting locked up from two centres that are actually better than him right now and at the peak of their game. So... The weakness for me is you just can't – you still have to throw shape but not too much shape where you can strip him and give him a chance, but you can't just go zing early ball to Gagai because um, Latrell's going to lock him up or Tommy's going to lock him up. So I feel like that's the biggest weakness where the last game they played too much shape, but they still need to play enough shape to strip him on the outside. Yeah. But KP allows that pass. Yeah, KP, well, KP don't throw that inter- intercept. Well, the, thing, the thing with KP coming out the back as well, he just – he can do that quick tip on. He can do the quick catch, cutout ball. That creates a little bit of doubt in guys like we've talked about it in Origin two two previous. Felt like New South Wales had an overlap in mm. defence and attack every time. And what I mean by that is like Latrell and Turbo were coming up and generally making the right calls every time because they could read or they weren't threatened as much by Val Holmes coming out the back because they sort of knew you can sort of wedge in on Val. And although he, you know he can throw it at club level, Origin's a different level. And, and they probably weren't as worried about him going over the top. Where KP, man... I don't reckon he had a look, bro. Because, <clears> like, um, Latrell was up. He yeah. was in the line. He was just standing there. Yeah. Man, I don't reckon so he had a proper look. It would be interesting to see if uh, uh, Latrell still plays that aggressive style of defense yeah. against KP. And KP... I'll be watching for early. And if he is up in the line, KP's um, smart enough to do a kick as well. Yes. But the way I sort of yes. see it playing out is when... I see Munster coming back to the open side and linking up with Chez, vice versa, because that's why Munster gets more touches. And then KP can still hold that very wide four, and that's where he's at his best. Yep. Wide four, goosey, get to B, short, long, show and go. If the A comes off crooked, come off the left. Yep. See you later. Where do you see the opportunities for Queensland? 
Um, so I, I, might, I didn't think uh, I think we uh, got a little bit mixed up there I thought opportunities is in for players yep. in particular so I'll just go with what I was cool. um, going I just it's Hamiso the Hammer from um, North Queensland I think it's a great opportunity for him um, like like we talked about in the in the preview show uh, I don't expect him to have a, an outstanding game I feel like it's going to be a real tough day at the office I wrote that in the blog mm. but just experience wise the opportunity to go up against Turbo Latrell and you know better for the run in the next couple of years so um, I'm excited to see how, how he goes. Yeah, he's got that upside and that open space and obviously he carries the ball well, but a lot of origin sort of built around tough carries, isn't it? He sort of reminds me of sort of a Justin O'Neill where yeah, they've got, they got blinding speed and they can sort of skip across and bounce. But, man, a lot of those tough carries are like you look at your turbos, tackle two, origin one, running straight over the top of forwards. So um, the game sort of... Defensively, you're going to try and stop those boys, yeah. and then they're going to target him too. Yeah, hundred percent, big time, hundred percent. And he's not the biggest dude, bro. So I reckon they're going to try and get up and under him and drive him back. So that first carry has got to be super important. And KP's not that big as well, so it's going to be really hard opportunities for me. I just see them attacking. Um, I think their left side's their strong side with Munster. I think KP is going to be there as well. I just think that's just a better side to throw shape purely off the back of Munster. Yep. But Moses is rocking up on that right side as well. Playing for Parramatta, that side leaks so many points. Yep. And I know a lot of it's not him when he's got Wanga Blake and Blake Ferguson jamming in so fucking hard that um, he's just trying to clean up in, on it. But I see that's where the opportunity for me is. <clears throat> That's where I'd be going. Yeah, they part of I believe that they flipped Moses, Moses to the left edge this year to get him away from that edge. Oh, like okay. I, I, I think because last year could, predominantly he was on the right edge, and they were having so much drums. I reckon it was a really smart move. I haven't really delved into this, but I've thought about it before. But yeah, sort of you know for yeah. him to progress and take some pressure off him, not being a part of that um, that right edge. Would have you know done him a world of good, but he will be there on the weekend. Of course he will, because Wyden's left. Yep, yep. So Wyden will play on the left. So um, it's it's handy when you have got a guy like Turbo outside of you. Though. Even last year, bro, they leak points down there, right? The, when you play Parramatta, you go to their right yeah, side because yeah. that's where they leak all their points. So I, I see that as an opportunity. I think Tommy being a fullback, he's a vocal fullback as well so he'll be talking that edge up um, he's big he can get in front of balls he's got a great read on the play um, Joey Johns always talks about fight, um, rugby league IQ is not always about stripping people it's about making reads on defence as well so I think he tightens them up a little yeah. but hopefully Munster can strip them apart or yeah. KP can sing a ball past all the thing, of them the thing with Turbo Tim, Turbo's so physically gifted he can make a mistake, bad mistake yeah. and back himself to cover it and that happened well, that a couple leads of times. To a little bit of arrogance. Yeah. That leads to a little bit of arrogance. He did that. Cape, he, Munster went over the top of him, beat him, but Kurt Capewell just couldn't finish it off because, like we talked about, he's not a he's not an out and out centre. You do it against uh, the Hammer from fucking North Queensland. If you put him in a bit of space from fifty out, yeah, you know, he might, tough to I bring think back. he might have. Um, will he have Xavier Coates? Who's the the other wing? Vel. No, no, he'll have Vel. He'll have Vel. So yeah. they'll have the Cowboys combination. Um, yeah, I think them two can do some damage, though, in a bit of open play if they get a two-on-one. That was an elite winger. Like, I know he gets thrown that fullback, but he's he's one of the better wingers out there on his day. Yep. I remember a couple of years ago, he scored like six tries in World Cups and shit for a giggle. So um, he's still got that in him. He's a great origin player as well, and I think he's better on the wing. Uh, X-Factor. KP. Me too. I've gone KP as well. Yep. I think he enjoys big moments. <clears throat> yeah. uh, I think that one game back at Newcastle was enough for us to see. Um, I think he's at that point now where... Like, he's always been one of the most talented. Is he the most talented fullback? I'd probably, I'd go Tommy, then him second. I think yeah. he looks a lot cooler, the yeah, way he, he does shit. Oh, well, yeah, it's hard to say talented against Turbo because of... 
because how physically strong plus Turbo can make all those passes. Like yeah. sometimes Turbo just doesn't pass the ball because he's that fit, strong and can run over people or just like he makes it look easy. Whereas KP just makes it look silky. Like it's, there's a different art to it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and, I agree. And, and depending, it matters on their body shapes and whatnot. But um, KP is definitely in the conversation. Right now, who's the top five fullbacks in the comp? Oh, Turbo, Teddy, straight away, Latrell, KP. We've got a Reese Walsh at the back. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd I'd say Nico Hines is playing better than, and then you've got Pappenhausen who's injured. So do you? So Pappenhausen's there. Yeah, one of the Melbourne, Melbourne fullbacks. Whoever plays fullback for Melbourne is number five. KP Guffo, and we say this with the ultimate yeah. respects. We love KP, and he's yep. my favourite player. But yeah. Guffo, yeah, Nico, Guffo's like, and it's only because he's been injured. Like you know what I mean, but. Yeah. Maybe maybe KP sitting at home going fuck. I'm sick of hearing about all these blokes. I'm yeah. sick of seeing my team getting pumped. He's got a little Brumo. Um, they were talking about Brumo or him. Like well, that's what I was about to say. They've got a little um, in camp rivalry between them two. Friendly as they get along, they're fucking really good mates. But I know those two are going to be compared to each other a lot in this arena until potentially someone else rears its head. But at the moment, it seems to be KP and Brumo for the next couple of years. You know, like Jacko mentioned, Walshy. Um, he'll be yeah. Well, she's coming through. Yeah, he'll as be well. thereabouts, but at the moment it's KP and Brimo. So um, there's an, he's that rat, um, and he's he's that cool that he, he, to me just knowing him a little bit. I think he'd enjoy this. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it wouldn't get to him like he's, nah, he's that blase, a bit, bit rats like like normie, like you know what I mean? Yeah, that, the sort of big moments wouldn't phase him too much. Um, yeah, just use that sort of basketball analogy again. Like he can create his own shots. Like mm. if you look at some, like a lot of fullbacks. Uh, Valentine Holmes, for example, he needs someone else to create for him for him to have his opportunity. Yep. I know he brings the ball back very well, but you can you look at Tedesco like he can run off first receiver, he can run off second receiver, he can be um, he can be out the back, he can be out the back of two shape as well. There's so many different ways he can get the ball and actually be effective. I think KP's got that same thing about him. Probably doesn't have the tackle break, the stop starty that Teddy has, but he can do a lot of things that Teddy can't. He probably can pass the ball two times, three times better than him. He's got better feet than him. Yeah. Um, so you you try and get KP... a nice K- little kick, like you mentioned. Yeah, great kick. Um, you try and get KP in the positions to touch the ball as many times as possible, but in many different looks. So he might get a wide four. He might be at the back of Cherry. He might be at the back of Munster. He might get an offload off, off a Welsh or Papali. Papali'i, sorry. So I, I think you try and get KP as many touches as possible, but a lot of that is built off the back of wingers like you know when he catches the ball offload to your winger get him forward save up his energy he's going to have to take some tough carries every now and then but man you want to get him touching the ball as many times as possible even that passing and linking at the back is like important, it's bro. a skill it's an important skill now these days and he's got to con- conserve some energy the difference between a nice crisp pass to get to Xavier Coates or Valentine Holmes can make the difference on whether that first play is a quick play the ball. And one that back 40 metres, how important is kick yeah. pressure? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you put a, put, a, put a bit of kick pressure in. They can't pick where they kick. And Mitch Moses is still a really good kicker. Jack Wyden's still a really, really good kicker. So uh, that kick pressure is really important. Gets KP catching on the field, offload to Coates. Get him rolling so he can look up, have a look, and rolling from there. Yep. Uh, let's flip the script. New South Wales, man. Uh, uh Let's talk about the camp to start off with. We, we're big fran- fans of Freddie, just a relaxed vibe. Um, you've got big personalities in there, Addo Carr, Latrell's front and centre of camera, uh, Jerome and Brian Toll love it as well. How much that takes so much pressure off everyone else? Yeah, they, uh, they pride themselves on bringing the energy, those boys, and... Um you know they haven't changed one bit, and it's been it's it's nice. It's, it's refreshing, bro. It's, it's refreshing, refreshing to see in such a um, 
like high uh, high stakes contest. Yeah, because like, Origin means a lot to fucking a lot of people in rugby league, and to see those guys still be themselves, like Josh had a car pranking people while they're doing interviews. <laughs> That's a giggle, like just little shit like that, like so childish. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's funny childish. as fuck, well. brother. Brother, like, does that remind you like some of the like yeah the times yeah. that you miss when you're in camps with the boys and um you know fucking around like that? So it's just cool to see that stuff. Where's their strengths? Take your pick. <laughs> still turbo, uh, literally. Yeah, I, I turbo, agree, yeah. bro. Like, I... you still got to stop them, man. Like it. Um, we've we've talked about how. Um, how nicely the Panthers play, halves have played in this, and and they deserve a lot of credit. Nathan, Nathan, Jerome have been outstanding in the first two games, but man, it's just it seems like it's tough to watch sometimes <laughs> when you're trying to find a way for Queensland to to get into the game. And Latrell might be quiet for about ten or fifteen minute period, and Turbo does something. Then Turbo was pre- predominantly pretty quiet and still scored like two tries or something. Yeah, like, all got well, scored one try and had one disallowed. Uh, in in Origin too, so how can scary, man. how long can form last for? Like it's confidence, bro. Too like, and I, I read this down anyway. Like his bad games are most people's really good games anyway. Yeah. He's just at that level right now. Are they the best in pairing ever in Origin? I think they're just going to. It, it, it'll be a pretty cool blog to do after this series. Is Who, who's challenging Gi and uh, Hodges? Gi and and Hodges in their prime. Mark Asnia, Matt Cooper. Nah, man, it wouldn't be anywhere for anyone from New South Wales. It would have to be that gun Queensland period. Yeah. And it would have to be Justin Hodges and Greg Inglis in their prime when they were in the centres. Like, that was – that's the only thing that comes – we had Chico in here, like, a, a week ago debating it, and he's going, come on, man. Come. Yeah. It's a legit conversation, bro. Like, it is, it is. We're not saying that they're better. Um, I probably am. I'm saying, you know, out of, out of the four, give me turbo over all three of them. Tom, Tommy would play. Yeah, to, oh, I don't and know. I'll man. Go, GI, like Di's there, bro. I'll probably go Turbo respectfully to all of them. They're all guns. It's like Turbo, Gi, Latrell, and then Hodges. Do you know what? You know? Hodges is fourth, bro, <laughs> and I love Hodges. Hodges, is you know a that, you know that man gangly scoop from Dummy oh, Half in like right because he, he was one of my favorite players when I was younger growing up. Justin Hodges, so if I had those memories of play for the Roosters, had those yeah. white Adidas boots on, I'm like yeah. fuck this guy's cool. five years, yeah. yeah, same for me. Uh, like Tommy, um, obviously strength across the park, and like I've said earlier, the the way that Joey and Freddie used to play back in the day, that's the way the game is now. It's not defense orientated. It's not wrestle orientated. It's not get to a point play shape as bro the better your center is the quicker you get them the ball yeah sort of rolls into my weaknesses as well um and this is like the halves for me are their weakness but yeah. they're still fucking strong as fuck they're just not as strong as what they were yeah i just wrote combinations yeah Same combinations thing. combinations it's like and you you get jack wyden who's a running first five eight yeah um he latrell gets those touches that's just like math. Yeah, he might get an offload off the back of it as well, but that's just the way Jack Wyden plays. Yeah, um, yeah, Latrell just gets those touches. In, in my eyes, he might instead of going from fifteen touches, he might get nine. Still enough to do shit with, yeah. but um, that's a big one for me. Yeah, you're right. I haven't even thought about that. The we talked about in the first couple of games, Jerome Luai, his his ability. He, play, he played with Latrell perfectly. Yeah, his his ability to just give like not overplay his hand mm. as a six is. One of his biggest strengths, man. He, and, and a talented six, too. Like, he's got all the skill sets. No, but he, he knows when to inject it. Like, yeah. he, he does it at, He does it for the Panthers and he does it for New South Wales. He doesn't have to be the star. Like, it's not – He's all. you can tell he's win first, team first. Everyone at that Panthers system seems to have brought in to win first, team first over anything. Ivan's big on that, too. Yeah, yeah. and 
and um, you, you can see it shows, and that's why you know I believe Latrell was, you know, this fucking the second best player in in both games. Like he he was unreal, and the opportunities that he got. You're right. Um, it's going to be a little bit different with Jack. Yeah. And then there's going to be a little bit more pressure on and Mitch, and whether it flows as smoothly because they played some pretty like. Yeah, they were physically better, but they chanced their arm a fair bit too, man. Like, they threw the footy around. Mm. Um, they were willing to shift it. And just those combinations that you'd normally have with Jerome and, and Nath, and then the combinations that they built up with Jack White and, and Teddy got comfortable with them. It's like they all bought into the Penrith system. System, yeah, I agree. Um, but, like, Mitch has played with uh, Tedesco as well. Like, yep. they've grown up playing together. True. So there's a natural combination there. I think Mitch is going to be eager. Like, if you watch, if you know him or watch him play, he's pretty up for it. Like, he loves... He loves touching the ball. He loves being in and around the game. The way he sort of, um, when he scores a try, he, he's, he's about it. You know what I mean? He's up for it. So I think he's going to be really good. But like you said, everything just becomes like a little bit clunkier. Like Damian Cook's passing to Mitch Moses. They haven't really played together. Yeah. Then that's going to one. I do like the balance of it as well. Mitch will be right. Big, strong white foot kick. Uh, Jack White is left. Big left foot kick as well. But like you said, like everything just becomes... Like the combination, the flow of it's not going to be there, yeah. and then add pressure, add a pissed off Queensland side, yeah. um, add excitement. You've been building this up for this the whole most of your life, so yeah, I know. I think there's going to be a little bit of clunkiness. It won't flow as as good, but once they get um, rolling, do you think it's going to be flowing? I think it's going to be a little bit clunky to start off with. They're both runners. Yeah, they're both both runners. Both got X factor. Once they pass the line, defensive line, like Mitch can score on his own, yeah. but he's going to have fucking weapons in and around him. Um, and wide and close to the line, you, you, you get turbo trying to run over, you get wide and trying to run over. Yeah. So you have to set your feet. So if you set your feet and he zings it to Latrell, Latrell's got a genuine one-on-one. The exciting thing about Mitchie as well is that normally when he plays at club level, um, respectfully to the rest of the team, they've got a really nice team at Parramatta, but he's sort of the guy that's supposed to create everything. Where Him and Gutho, yeah. Runs and, and even Gutho's more out the – like he'll be on the ball, but he generally plays out the back on that sweeping line and he's got to control. He won't really have to do that this no. time. It'll be – might even be show and go, go himself or – um, just on the back of quick play the balls and fucking pinging behind the arc. This sounds counterintuitive, bro, but the higher you go up, the easier yeah, it gets. Easy it. Gets, yeah. And, like, it's it's hard to... Especially in this team. It's hard to comprehend that, but, like, everyone around you is an absolute gun. So when you're a halfback or when you're a back row like you were, you kind of just have to focus on your job. Like, Scope, when he's at Manly and they were singing, he's not worried about what what they're doing on their left side. You just go, oh, I just need to focus on mine. Mm. And it makes your life a lot easier. And a lot of the times when you're playing in a lesser team with less talented people and you're a half, you start becoming like a traffic cop. Mm. You start worrying about everyone else and you start to take away from your sure. own game, which sure. is his best thing is his run. Yeah, the, I reckon, like I said, that's your He's right. nice everywhere else, yeah. but his best thing is his run. Yeah. Um, opportunities. Uh, opportunities, I think it's going to be for uh, Upi Curacao coming off the bench. Mm. Um, they've, tr- they've had Jack White coming off the bench and it's almost been like a luxury pick to have Jack White on the bench. He's basically come on for about five or ten minutes in both games just to sort of – Freddie's thrown him out there. They've got <laughs> the game in hand and they've just gone, why not? Fuck it, throw Jack White out there. Yeah. Plays through the middle, just fucking gets his carries, defends well, a nice big strong boy. But with Uppy um, – you might get a chance to spell Cookie. Cookie's had a really good low key, had a really nice series as well. He has, bro. He Haven't has. really talked about him too much, but he's had a really nice series. And this is a nice opportunity for Uppy to come on. You know, if he doesn't come on in the first half in that 30 to 35 minute mark, you just give Cookie a spell. You probably see him at about the 60 minute mark, 55, 60 minute mark. Cookie goes to 13. That's pretty exciting as well. Yeah, if they both keep him on there, just see a flat and fast style of footy through the middle of the road. Very rack. much like how Melbourne play with. 
uh, Cheese and, and Harry Grant when yeah. they're both playing. And um, I think Upper Curacao will be able to give them like options to fucking score, yeah. especially with um, like he's a lot more diverse in around that hooking role. He's not as quick. Um, he used his deception to get to his B player a little bit differently, but man, it's pretty to watch. I think speaking of more opportunities too, I think it opens up for a few uh, few of the middles to be scoring a few scoring tries in the back end of each half. So I'll be looking at a few prices for the quarter. Off the, the bench? So, yeah, maybe some bench players to come on with Uppy with a bit of a combination depending on whether he gets on a 35 or 40. Um, you know, Cookie's obviously a really exciting player out of dummy half, but when he gets out he runs for himself yep. and, and he creates opportunities that way where up he's always looking to manipulate the rock trying to you know look one way and, and make the, the markers bounce the other way you've seen Penrith forwards that have been able to uh, score a few meaties on, on the back of that my opportunity for them is a little bit different <coughs> sweeping Queensland and Queensland in all Queensland games. Yeah. Like we talked about this with Munster last year where like no one would be able to do what Munster did because COVID, yeah. we didn't think COVID was going to drag out this long where yeah. he went from GF to Bender to Origin fucking folklore to, to Byron Bay, like Bender. to Bender, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just that sequence, that lineup of games, the way that they were, that'll never happen again. I'm yeah. quite confident. Uh, I'm pretty sure... 80% sure this won't happen again. Yeah. Three games up in Queensland, smack them all every time, go to their house, go in their pantry, eat their food, kiss, I, their, I kiss their missus, mow the lawn, pat the dog and walk the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, bro, getting swept in Queensland all three times. That was a pretty good first take, that, actually. Uh, but, uh, to, yeah... Like you said, I dare say there would have been a more, bit more of a kick-up if it was one all, <laughs> <laughs> But because it's 2-0, I think Freddie will be enjoying it. Yeah. Being able to go up there and, uh, you know, potentially make it 3-0. That time Freddie was in here one time, um, I was like, okay, what's it like coaching Origin? He goes, oh, it's easy. I've got all the best players. I think, oh, what about the games in the afternoon, end of the year? It'd be better. He goes, I don't care where we play as long as we win. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... Oh, yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> Can I play? <laughs> Had to get the boots back out. Uh, yeah, opportunities. X Factor. My boy Latrell. Man, yeah. I backed him every <laughs> fucking Origin 1, Origin 2. Come on, baby. You're, you're punt free this... Yeah, I am punt free. Ooh. I'm still He's going to win, but he's going to win now. I'm still going to chuck it on for um for the punters club, though. We oh, okay. Some kitty for the punters club, so... Where'd you find that loophole? Um, well, I have been putting them on for the... Not in the personal account. That's, that's the personal <laughs> account staying away from it, but... Man, if fucking Latrell won, you've <laughs> got it, and I didn't have any uh, money on it in some way, um, yeah, I'd be filthy. So Latrell, the X Factor, he's been unreal games one and games two. I reckon he's been pipped for man of the match in the last uh, 15 if, minutes of both games. If he scores a hat-trick, does he get man of the series? or is, is That's what, and man oh. of the series. So I'm going to do a blog as well. I've got a blog coming up with Jacko. I've talked about my man of the series, Wally Lewis medal, man of the match, and I'm going to go... Uh, first try scorer, anytime try scorer for a blog this afternoon. Oh, cool. Look forward to reading that. Uh, for me, I'm going Teddy again. He was kind of slept on. Uh, I think he's really taken onto the role as a captain really, really nicely. I think he gets excited about playing with childhood friend Mitch Moses as well. Oh, yeah, good and, point. And the opportunity to do the three-peat up in Queensland. I think that's sort of motivation. <clears throat> the other thing I read, he's probably not going to play in too many bigger games this year. I don't see the Roosters maybe first round of final, second round max. Yep. Um, I think he's a big game player. I think he's built for this. I think he likes the bright lights. I think he's. I think he's all about that. This might be his last little. He last, might. He last, might be. He uh, might for the year. Only the year. for the year. Genuine only game for the year. of the year. Yeah, probably agree. He'll play more major semis. Who knows? Yeah, Fuck, the Roosters are pretty banged up. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's just going. Fuck! I need to have a mad little go. Plus, he's got pressure in around him. Mm. He's got Tommy Turbo chipping at his heels. 
Um, I think he steps up. I think he, ta- he he's he's got the ability to touch the ball more than anyone else besides yeah. the half. Well, I think he had something fucking crazy like twenty carries and. 250 metres in the last and game. And like we said before, multiple ways to touch the ball and yeah. it's still effective. So that's what sort of makes him so great. So ah, uh, score predictions? 33-32. Who's got the droppy? To Latrell. <laughs> Just Steve Harris. So what, 33-32? 33-32 to New That's South a high-scoring game. Yeah, fucking hell. Let's see some tries. There's going to uh, be some fucking uh, I'm going 26-16, New South Wales. Um, I'm going to add a car first try scorer. I think I think Mitch Moses touches the ball a bit more combination with Todd, um, Teddy out the back and long ball. I yep. just see that happening. Yep, uh, Groundhog Day from first game. Yeah, no, second pretty game. Pretty much. Game yeah, two, that, that's that's the first thing I thought of, and yep. they were so stripped back out there. It looked pretty uh, generic too. Eh, the way yeah. they did it, like what the training run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first try scorer. Are you saving it for the blog? First try scorer. No, I'll save it for the blog. All right, come. Uh, YKTR mag, come see me in the YKTR mag. That's where you do your best work, eh? Maybe. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Like, comment, and subscribe. Appreciate you all.